0: Determination comes in many forms, but always starts with a Dunkin' Run. So take your medium or larger coffee in one hand and grab a dollar donut in the other. No matter how you run, Dunkin' Run. A $1 donut with any medium or larger coffee. Exclude specialty
1: donuts and fancies. Person participation may vary limited time offer terms apply. You are now tuned in to
0: Believe. Do you believe?
3: Welcome into the On My Block podcast, the Green Bay Packer podcast. Myself, and my as your host and co-host, good friend and teammate, Mike Wallman. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. Yeah, we have. Today. All right, I know. Before that, you hit record. We have another great Mike from the Packers back in the day, from our time. Uh, a guy of very many words, very a lot of opinions. So let's get it started. I had to, I cut some of the. The format today to run a show, just because I know where we can go with this. So my man, Mike Flanagan, our center and a, a Presbyterian on the team during our time. He let people know what he was thinking. Mike, man, Mike Flanagan, how you doing? Pre- uh, are you I'm, calling a preacher, Mike? I was like, let me, let me get, let me be, let me, this guy's, he's, he's smart with words. I said, let me be careful when I use him with him. I'm talking <laughs> to him <laughs> once we I, start watching film. Mike had the advantage. There's two things
1: that Mike had. Mike is okay, probably the smartest guy on the team. Like definitely in top three wittiest, right? Wittiest. in addition to that, people people don't know this, but like Mike played for Mike Sherman at UCLA, so he had this relationship with Sherman that allowed for some. uh, (laughs) I don't even know leeway. Yeah, what would we call it? But like you, you had a little bit of leeway. Yeah, he just knew where that line was, and he could go right up to the edge of it. Without without going over, whereas like I was like tripping over that damn line every day, Mike. I can't tell I me mean, how many times did you saved my ass when I said <laughs> something stupid to Sherman. He was like, I'm, yeah. you know,
2: "I'm fixing to cut you." No, it was no. You know what, man? With with Sherman, I I was I had you, yeah. That's all true. I mean, 100. But it was. uh <laughs> I remember it was. It's was one day. I always go back to this conversation we had. So it's like spring ball. Something before with the season, I'd even gone with him, and uh, you have to fill out one of these, forms, you know, one of these coaching things. And what are your goals? What do you want to do? Blah blah blah, you know. And I just did the normal thing of like I want to, you know, play this, do that, play in the NFL, get drafted. And it was like one day he pulled me aside afterward, and he, and he said, "You filled out that form, you remember that?" I said, "Yeah, you know, something like that." He's like, "Do you really think what you did today will get you anywhere close to that?" And I went. Mm-hmm. God, it, was those, it was one of those like aha moments, and it took a while. And I kind of went like, "Oh." This shit. is at UCLA, right? This is You're UCLA, in, yeah. yeah. Wow, I, I like, would have hurt went, me. Like, Man, that broke me down. He's, he's right, and that was my junior year, and that was the best year of football I had. And then he was gone, and I had to <laughs> progress after that. So I mean, I bought into. He was, I he was, I thought he was a good coach, and he found a way to connect with me, which could be challenging at times, I guess. Right. Where, yeah. He talks as much as I do. <laughs> yeah.
3: I hear you there. But, yeah, that, that comment right there might have broke me down as a junior in college. I'm like, huh? I'm like, hold up. I, like, yeah,
1: mine was more, it wasn't, mine wasn't, like, effort-based. They were literally like, do you think that you are capable of accomplishing any of those tasks? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: hey, everybody finds motivation in weird places. Everybody yeah. has somebody in their history. You don't know where it is, what you say, or when it when it actually is. Uh, I've exactly. realized that. So, my kids are like, oh, we got it, Dad. Shut up. Because I keep talking You think I'm going to find that, like, every day, and I still have like,
1: the problem is when you have a t- when you get hit in the head a bunch, and like yeah. I'm not making CTE jokes here, but like when we get hit hit in the head a bunch, we do keep talking. My 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 kids will be like, "Hey, Dad, do you remember that story that you just told me five seconds ago?" Yeah, I heard that last week too. <laughs> or like that, it's not a story like a parable, or like I'm trying yeah. to teach them a lesson, or like, "Hey, this is what happened to me, and this is how I handled this situation." They're like, "Yeah, we especially my daughter, man, she just you know how it is. Like, they cut yes. you right to the core immediately. They, will. Like, just they will. I could. T- they don't have to
2: say anything now. The eyes gloss over before I'm like, "Hey." Yeah, I just say hey and I, I get the look and I eyes gloss over and I went, this isn't the time. Go away.
3: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so before we get into the rest show, we gotta bring up our sponsors, Bet Online, our partners at BetOnline Online. Continue, Mike, uh, to be the number one source of all the betting needs and sports information. So find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA. And we saw some big game sevens, some big teams that we thought were gonna go to the finals, didn't go. And NHL as well, good playoffs there and on the ice at major league baseball fights and even next season's nfl futures we're talking about this in may i don't know why but they they like to do that but bet online is your continuous source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casinos and poker games so it's super easy to get started to get started so head over to the website type in B L E A V for your uh promo code there get 50 percent off the welcome bonus for your first deposit and i know mike wall You've been always yeah. uh, given a uh, good ideas of what to put down to get your money back or have a good chance of winning. So, bet online where the game starts, Mike. So, what's up? I'll
1: tell you yeah. what. Hey, Flanny, so Flanny, probably you—you you were going to those Golden Night games for a while, right? The Vegas oh, yeah. Golden Knights. Year. Are they still? Mm-hmm. Are they still? Are they in the playoffs? Are they good this year? No, they're—they
3: got—they had—they got, got, they had a rough year
2: this year. What's they the best? Enough. Hey,
1: what's the best? What's the best uh, thing to go to now? Is it a Raiders game? That, or is it still like you? I always thought the UFC fights were the best thing to go to. Yeah. You, I mean, I, it's, it just depends. It's, it's Vegas, man. Whatever, whatever,
2: you know, you wake up in the morning is a cool thing. And then by the time you go to bed, it's something different, but like, right. the, I literally like, I, I still go nice when they're, when they're in the hunt and the playoffs, it is, it's a show. It's Vegas. It right. is like, I mean, I don't know how I've got a friend who's, he's, he's grew up in Alaska. So he's taught me hockey and he's got seats, like almost, you know, just two, two rows off, three rows off the glass. And uh, everybody, he's got all these people that come around. that just buy these seats. Cause you know, it's, all of a sudden, it's a thousand dollars for a hockey seat for mm-hmm. coming out of town. And uh, the <clears> one guy, <throat> one guy sat behind us. He said, "I have been to every stadium in the NHL, and I have never seen anything like this. It's just wow. nonstop. The electric, because people are, there's twenty thousand people there that may not know a dang thing about hockey, but they're having a good time.
3: <laughs> but They've been waiting for it, right? They've been waiting for it for a year for, for anything.
2: It, it, well, it came out. Yeah, like I mean, after uh, you know, not." I, I, I October one out here with the shooting at Mandalay. And that was the, the inaugural season and they had games. So it just became the nice became ingrained in Vegas so fast and they were such a positive <clears throat> you know this time. So everybody rallied behind them and it's been great to, you know, be selectively, you know, every once in a while be a part of it and uh you know, it's 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 a great experience out here. I, I, UFC. I always I've always been like, if you're not within like ten feet, what you might as well be watching it on TV. <laughs> but
1: that's probably yeah. It does, do. Yeah, because you're usually looking back at the screen back there. Like if you can't, if, if you don't get hit by blood or sweat, it yeah, exactly. so doesn't seem worthwhile. But I used yeah. to like the I used to like the <clears throat> UFC. I used to like to walk into the stadium because everyone's wearing the affliction T T shirts. They're all muscled up and off oh, like yeah. guard, everybody.
3: But yeah, the wannabes, the ones that get in the ring, They want to be in the ring, basically.
1: <laughs> that's, the actually, only, that's the <laughs> only time I put on a T shirt that's tight. You know, walking. In like- <laughs> No. Yeah, maybe back in the day. Not anymore, man. So, right. It's, right. A, it's a good segue, though, because 20,000 people who don't know uh, what they're looking at but still want to sit there and cheer is a great segue to the Packers playing the Giants in London this year. Oh, my goodness. I've been to those London games. <laughs> I've been to the London games. They're fantastic. But, like, you'll go to the game and, okay, Packers are playing the Giants. Here's all the jerseys you're going to see. All 32 teams. Guaranteed. <laughs> they're just taking it off rack somewhere. They don't care. Like, it could have, like, their name on the back. Right. Or just – it's, like, any excuse to dress up. Any excuse to party, and like they're getting, like they're obviously getting better now. They're becoming real fans. Yeah, but they don't have a home team, so it's and they're not going to have the jaguars. Jaguars are not going to be their home team. Like they're not going to all get a cheer for them.
0: No, so these guys, they,
1: they have so, so They much might. Fun. They don't know any better. What's that? I said they might because they don't know any better. No, so they're like they're, they're they they know sports, right? It's just like if you went to a like if I went to a hockey game with you, I would know if the team sucks or not. You know what I mean? Right. So they're not gonna, right. they're not going to root for the Jags all the time. After a while, they're right. like, nah, I wouldn't care about you. But <laughs> but you San Francisco and like Dallas jerseys are there probably more than anything else. And San Francisco and Dallas never play over there. I mean, it's yeah. it's just me and Packers jerseys
3: too. So this would be a good game.
1: They yeah. they have owners who actually market them well,
2: right? <laughs>
3: Right. And one all single
2: right. owner for a series, but a
3: series. Yeah, yeah. And we got, so that's what October, that's October 9th. That's when that game happens. But then when you look at the first month of the season for the pack, they got uh the Vikings on the road and Tampa Bay on the road and bears at home. So that's an interesting first month starting late in that second week of uh, September 11th, oh, i.e. Um, anniversary of September 11th, kicking off against the Vikings. So that's going to be interesting. It could potentially be either two and one, three and all, or one and two. At the end of the yeah, the, that, the that Vikings, first oh, month. The Vikings game will be <laughs> there, good. Was that what you said? <laughs> 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 that's
1: a way to cover all the bases there.
2: Yeah, yeah that's just that's to cover the bases.
3: Ag, AG, well, AG well,
1: what are, are, the are the percentages there? Ag,
3: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: I'm just... a <laughs> Z, so so Z Z Smith goes over to the Minnesota. That'll be good. And obviously yep. Kirk Cousins. You never know who you're gonna get. That'll be a good game. Honestly, for me, there's like the two games that because you know you're playing the Bills, you're playing the Rams, you're playing the Bucks. There's there's good games across the board. But when I kind of look at the schedule, they play the Dolphins on the on Christmas Day. That'll be an interesting game. There yeah, will be. Uh, because I think the dolphins just have a lot of they have a lot of talent. They're one of those teams that could give you trouble on a defense from a defensive side. And uh, you know, playing on Christmas, like those kind of games are always you don't know what team's gonna show up from, from week to week. Mm-hmm. And then the other game is too the Philadelphia Eagles which, to me, they just they finished great. I love the way they constructed their team because they're offensive line, defensive line, heavy, and mm-hmm. they had a good draft. So I, I those two games in particular, I was the ones are the ones that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, I think, more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, well, Amon
2: and I both actually, you know, uh, Mike Daniels was uh, in Houston with yeah. uh, when we were there. And uh, yeah. so and he was obviously, he was, God, he was what, 18, 19 when he was, was coached there. But, you know, right. him, and, him and Kyle came up together there. But obviously, they were pretty uh, pretty well thought of to be 20. I think they were literally 22, 23 years old. And At coach that time, had, yep. and they had everybody's, they had all <clears> the <whole> room. <throat> They could talk to guys, respect, you know, I'm 35 and I, you know, you want to be just a little dismissive guys, but like, oh, hell, he knows what he's talking about. All right.
1: Right. So I I think he's, I mean, if he has the same, yeah, ability, he, he's special, right? Mike, you're talking about Mike, you have the the head coach for the Dolphins. I think, I think well,
2: my yeah. association with Shanahan for sure, but yeah. he's, he's of that, of that same mold and they're, you know, McVeigh, Shanahan, these guys, they were all, they're young, they're aggressive and they are, they're good coaches. They understand the game.
1: So it'd be, yeah. it'll be
2: fun. It'll be fun to see. Yeah, He's got really a good,
1: that kid's got a good chat. Like I know, obviously I know some, a lot of people down in Miami still and the ownership there and the way that they, I mean, when I was there, it's a complete disaster, but this, this guy, what's that? Still the same ownership. <laughs> well, it, it, that's what I'm saying. So you don't know how it's going to go. So they got rid of Brian Flores. Like Brian Flores is a, a really, really good coach. Right. Everybody down there had a ton of respect for him. The players played hard for him and they got rid of him because the thing with the GM, blah, 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 blah. But, Mike, this guy seems like an offensive genius. He really like when you listen to him talk, you're like, man, I still I feel the same way at 45. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I, I listen to this guy. I don't care how long he, young he looks. I, I'm totally with you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when you hear a smart guy, no matter what, like what field you're talking about, if you hear somebody, you go, OK, he might be smarter than me. It's like, oh, OK, I, I want to <laughs> you. I, I wanna hear more. Yeah, I pretty much. Feel <laughs> like a, I mean, he's not just people. a PE teacher. You know what I mean? Like, I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs>
3: My I want to feeling that way. There you go. Oh man, that's funny right there. Uh, I'm trying to say for me, just looking at uh finally see, I don't think it's been a few years since they played the Bills with Josh Allen. So I don't think they have yet. So just to see them, the Bills, that offense, that defense going against Aaron to see where that Aaron that offense and then the defense as well, see where they at midseason formed on October 30th. Um, that's up in Buffalo too. So that's gonna be a Sunday Ooh. night kickoff. So that's gonna be tough. You know, weather might be bad because that, that's the same type of area that we're in. So for those reasons, that's what I'm interested in. So, uh, Mike, let's get into uh, uh, one. More, I say one last one, though. They got the – man, they got 14 straight weeks before the bye. Yeah. You see that? Bye week yeah, is in a December. Lot people,
1: a lot of people think about like after that – After <clears throat> that, uh, you take the bye week after that London game. But from a player's perspective – Kind of, right. Yeah, but from a player's perspective, you know the coaching staff's going to give you until Wednesday. So – I mean, which you might get anyways these days. I don't know. But if I was right. thinking from like from our perspective, when you you know, expect it to come in Monday, duels, you're going to get those – it's got the, that shorter week. It's going to be an easy week. Like, you're not going to practice hard on Wednesday. You're probably going mm-hmm. to have a walkthrough. Your body's still getting acclimated. So, it's all, it's not a bye week because you do have a game. But as far as, like, physical preparation, that turns into a really easy week. Yeah. So, I totally agree because you have the choice. When you go over to London, they give you a choice whether you want to have the bye week right after or you want to push it back. And you get you, you kind of get to choose, right? Yeah, so, having it to- later – yeah, so like later in the year to me actually makes a lot more sense because that is kind of a a physical mm. week off, and that mm. travel is really not that. It's only, I mean, only being a relative term, it's a nine hour flight. You're in the lap of luxury. You stay in nice hotels. You eat good food. They take care of you. You got the sleep goggles. I mean, you know, they, they, they're they going to be as good a shape as any. And so now you push it all the way back. You're you going to make that push to the playoffs. I think, yeah, you know, for me, that makes yeah. a lot more
3: sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Why? It looked like you sound like you were about to say something. Oh no! Right. I just
1: I didn't I didn't realize it was a choice. That,
3: yeah, like- yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You a choice. Yeah, me neither. It's like they're right. throwing
1: you a bone. Yeah, they, they act like they're throwing you a bone. But yeah, <laughs> back in the day, it wasn't as good of a trip. Right now, it's it's becoming more commonplace. They didn't really have it figured out. Like. You know your nutritionist, your sports science person, like they're they're putting these packages together so they can get more sleep, etc. Make sure they hydrate. You. you know, it's, it's just like anything else;
0: that takes time. But.
1: Well, you got you guys weren't in Green Bay when we went to Japan, were you? It was just, I was just no,
0: talking. no, was, no I know about drafted, that. Game. I got
1: drafted, but I was something that'll draft. I was holding out, so I didn't go.
2: Uh. Uh, yeah, times have changed. We we I slept in a bed that my feet were hanging, you know, two feet off, and uh, you know, stories of stories of Frank Winner's and Brett Favre sharing a room that is didn't know Ooh. what that was and found out Ooh. real quick. I don't know how, but I don't know how you survived saying.
3: that. I don't know how you survived that. Man. Yeah, is that is a bubbler? What is that? What
2: is I, you know, it was something it was, you know, it's a small room and they were very real comfortable walking in on each other, and things like that. I'm like, you know, this I'm and I'm just young kid come back and like this for right, guys. Yeah. guys. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. So I just sit in the
1: sit in the meeting room, not say a word.
2: Yeah. That's
3: hey. the that's the best thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
1: So I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna pub you a little bit here. Like I I think you're the most deserving guy that we played with that is not in the Packers Hall of Fame that should be, man. And agreed. And we, we talked about you you playing with Sherman just being like probably the smartest guy in the room in every building that I of all the buildings I've ever been in, as far as guys that can just understand the game as an incredible sporting intelligence. What do you when you think about the other thing I guess really is like you were friends, like you were kind of the the gate the gatekeeper and and friends with like all the athletic trainers big head like you know you were just you were that guy you got you you were out you were, at the time when I got there you were single you you were kind of mingling around with, with a, a lot of other groups in the in the organization aside from the players so like when you think back into your time at Green Bay just just kind of give us some some thoughts about not only your playing but also all those relationships you have man because people like to hear that
2: it was mm-hmm. yeah it was it, I mean fortunate the, the good and bad of us when I came in you came into the NFL and I immediately got hurt and I had you know, so I was stuck there as a single guy, uh, you know, year round. I'm like, I didn't, I, there was no point in me leaving in January. I had nowhere else to go. I just came mm-hmm. from college and I'm still hurt and having surgeries and all stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, well, that was, that was before Green Bay went corporate and it was, I mean, before the NFL had gone so corporate in that fact, like, I mean, I'd walk in, I spent a lot of mornings just sitting in Linda Newthall's office or in Flea's office every morning. I mean, I mm-hmm. was there, I had coffee with Flea every day for probably 10 years uh and just so that i mean it became my family and you know it went just out of the training room and it grew to you know linda new and pepper and and pat i mean god every time i every time i was injured had a surgery or something else somehow i ended up at pass house when i got trained i had going away parties when i got traded and failed sent back like 3 days in a row at pass house cuz so it just i mean i it truly became i mean everybody yeah, everybody yeah. i love is on the west coast and it's so <clears> fortunate that I've always said if anywhere else in the league, I I would have been out. I would have been done already just because that's not because of me. It's because of that, of what green Bay was and Mm -hmm. who they hopefully they still have some of that, but it's, uh, it was great in that I felt like every time I walked in the building, it felt like family. So that's probably why was so tied in with everybody for so long, even well after the fact when I was established, because mm-hmm. I didn't know any other way to do it because you know I walked in and I talked to Flea. It was like waking up. It was like he, was my son, he was my work wife, really. Right. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. So had, love, but I had like ten inside spoon. We call him inside spoon here. We don't know. <laughs> we wanted, <laughs> that's not yeah. all right. Well you know,
2: hilarious.
1: you know when you get old you gotta change things up a little bit. Whatever, whatever flows your boat man. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, so a lot of people don't know how bad that leg injury was like how how close yeah. were, how close were you to retiring? I mean, based on – because that thing was – It was, was gr- literally – it
2: was, it was my last – so it was the, the – my, obviously my rookie year I got a pass because the first first home preseason game broke my leg. The second time around I was okay. still on MVP and it was kind of going to be – hopefully he'll come back and play towards the end of the year. And when that didn't happen, it was clear I wasn't going to – well, I think I made it through a couple weeks of practice, but it was – they're, you know, making it's year two. They're, go, they're making a Super Bowl run as it is. What the hell they need me to come back for? Use right. the roster, spot for other things. <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself. Uh, but then it was year three when it was as we got down to final cuts, uh, my agent talked to Ron and just said, hey, look, if you're going to cut him, let us know. He's, he's going to retire. He's got insurance. He's got all these things lined up. And so I came to work on that Monday and I'm like, Nobody had called over the weekend and I you know was just hey, I guess I'm here. Went and worked out. And then of course Reggie McKenzie comes down and finds me in the locker as I'm walking out of the shower half naked. And Reggie goes, Hey Flan, great to see you. And I went, That's awkward for many of them. Why are you here? What do you want? And he goes, No, 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 no. We seem to talk to you upstairs for a second. It's good. And I'm so young. I didn't even know what that meant. So I walked up there, getting ready to go to work. And he's giving me this conversation. And he's like, yeah, we traded you. So that was, I mean, it was that whole thing. I went down to Carolina, failed my physical. I'm stuck there for four or five hours, not even knowing what to do. And I'm like, like, I thought I'm done. I mean, I was literally, Mm -hmm. papers were all all I was waiting to talk to my agent. And I said, hey, look, the second we're done here, file the papers, file Lloyd's in London, do it just, this is it. If I can't make it, if I can't make it in Green Bay with all they've given me, I ain't making it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then I went down to Carolina fail my physical like there's validation and I don't know why I hadn't filed papers Why don't there's no real paper filing you gotta be cut or released injured and all that mm-hmm. but I was done I was I was done and then Ron says Ron Wolf man of many words hey this is Ron yeah get back to work click
1: <laughs> wow. I, that. I, yeah. right. I think uh, I was I, like I that was like I'm, the, I'm, sitting the, in, I'm sitting in
2: the Car- sitting in Carolina Panther facility going get back to work what does that mean
3: you know Right. Go back to
1: Flea's office and have a cup of coffee. That's
3: easy. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, get back to Green now, I think Bay. That was,
1: my, that was like my <laughs> second or third week in Green Bay, where you got you got oh, sent out because right. I we didn't really I didn't really know you. And yeah. I was like, oh, I guess that guy's gone. And then like literally the next day, you're like, hey, I'm back. I was like, oh shoot, this is fantastic.
3: So but it was yeah. like ninety nine. I was really eyeballing
1: really yeah, that locker. 99. I wanted that one.
3: <laughs> my, yeah, 98, my rookie year in Seattle. Well, well I was gonna, dealing with what I was dealing with with Ricky Waters and and Sherm the next year when he came to Seattle. with <laughs> That was interesting. <laughs> I'll just say and, that. you know,
2: and there's there's the there's the there's there it is right there. Both you and I dealt with Sherm outside of Green Bay, so we knew yeah. Sherm before he was the man of multiple hats there, and you know, I went probably. Maybe he took on too lawyer.
1: much. He went full lawyer at one point, is
2: what yeah,
3: happened. Yeah, I think he yeah, had to definitely put on too many hats towards the end of his uh, tenure. Too many, yeah, too many, many hats. Too
2: many pounds around the waist. You know, whatever yeah. it was. But you know. oh my god! No, I love, I love Do you remember? Guy. Do you remember
1: the time? Hold on. Do you remember the time we're playing basketball and he walked in? You hadn't seen him in four months, and he. Oh god. He had to. He had to buy a new belt. Do you remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> Did you said something to him? You kind yeah, show we oh. hadn't
2: seen him since what was that minute? We hadn't seen him since like May or June minicamp, and yeah. it was August. And He walked yeah. in just what it was that basketball. I remember Yo, walking yeah. through, you and I are standing trying to stand on Swiss balls. He walks yeah. through, and he's like, He's connecting. It's like that airplane belt, you know, you got to reconnect yeah. it. It's, yeah, know? the extra extension. The yeah, the extender. And, hey, I love the guy. He had, he had, t- he had t- it's like he clearly been in the sun. I hope he hadn't taken his shirt off, but he must have gained like 50 pounds
1: between it then was. And yeah. It was. He- oh, and then he, well, the, and good, I think see, he see, the good thing, thing is we can all think it, but you were like, Holy hell! You got fat. <laughs> like, I would. I could never say that. You just. You're, you 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 could be. You could be like a three year old with him. Like oh. I know you're
2: fat. No, was, <laughs> dude, we just go way back, and it was—I mean, it's part of the no, part fantastic. of the deal with you know, the the Irish sarcasm. You know, yeah, he yeah. always tried to say I was Catholic, but I'm like, no, I'm not Catholic. I don't need that. I got my own guilt. I don't need any more. But there was the—that was the relationship we had, and I—I I still to this day we haven't talked in a while, and probably because I was wasn't uh, my own fault in not calling him back. But still, so if you call me, I jump in a heartbeat. Uh, I love that guy. He did a lot for me and my family. He's also—he's just a good guy, you know. Yeah, was, yeah, he really is. Tough, tough guy to get to know at times, but he's a great guy. I mean, honest, stand up Very guy. I'll never,
1: never yeah. forget, man. We're sitting in Flea's office. We all got tobacco in. We might be drinking coffee. We're talking. He walks in and you guys just immediately start going back and forth. And he said something to me that I did. It just didn't really sit right. And I said something to the effect of like, well, God, i sure. I might question you all the time. I seem to be doing okay. And and he looked at me like his eyes started putting up, like blazing a hole, a holes through my head. And you just went. Did you just compare him to Jesus? And Sherman just goes, <laughs> nice day, Flanagan, and walks? <laughs> out. I'm like, where's round two? That was strike two. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. If I got nine lives, man, I'm down two right now. Oh,
2: oh no, uh, You know, I've ever said something Sure, i before. And and Sher- I'm sure it's something about you once before. It's like, you know, obviously, we're real tight. Uh, we're then still are. And he's like, he's like he just walk, gives me that. There's a look that he just, like, looks at me like I'm a fucking, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's just you, Sherm. Don't take it so personally, or something. Right. Like and then, then you're like, "Yeah, my dad's been saying that his whole life has been like that." People say,
1: so, <laughs> "Look at it. That's just my look. Like, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's at Betty Lou. That's my grandma. That's our that's, look. unfortunately. Oh, is that girl. where it comes from? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Betty Lou. Okay. Betty Lou has that look. Like, man, you don't. I do not believe. My son gave. My son looked. I shouldn't even say this out loud. But his coaches were yelling at him. He, I saw oh, yeah. him, this. I saw him yesterday. He looked over at the sideline. And look back and I could see the thought bubble from the peanuts come up over his head, like, <laughs> I'm I'm all good. Don't need to talk to me anymore. And just when I like had a really good game, it was really fun. I was just, I was just laughing my ass off. My buddy's like, What are you laughing at? I go, I could see the thought bubble, man. He's dumb.
2: The thought
3: bubble. I love it. No, I
2: could I could see that with Maddox too. Like I do, yeah. obviously the relationship you guys had, like, all right. Do I need to listen to you any? Are you done talking? All right, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> <Move on. laughs>
3: oh, I
2: get that, I get that same thing from my kids every day. The thought bubble yeah. is like, go away, Deb. Oh man.
3: It's all right. You got uh, so if you remember coming up, you got you came up behind Mr. Frankie Bega Donuts. So uh how would you argue him being a being a better player than most people thought? And uh how did that how did it feel? I was a pressure feeling replacing him, knowing that he was a uh, you know one of Brett's right hand men on the team basically at that time. I had that had its challenges. Uh but at the same time it was such a, like Frank did a lot for me. It
2: was yeah, I remember I mean I remember like that that first mini camp where you walk in and there well, this was back when you still like guys are running forties and testing and I hadn't you know I'm big I have never even walked into a barn. I grew up in you know I was up in LA the whole time. I'm walking yeah. and studying their guy, grown men are running and screaming and doing all kinds of stuff. And Frank is the first guy I came and I'd go, Hey Frank Winters, nice to meet you. And I went, Great, no idea who Frank Winters was. I I didn't and then, but it you know it dawned on me that like oh, and but he was always like a practice of it. Like, hey Frank, this he's like no no don't look at this. This is what you need to see. That's what it is. So he started looking. I got from Frank to not to look at it indirectly. He didn't say do this, but you could pick it up. It was like don't look at your job. Look at look at look at beyond. You get better by understanding. I understand what Mike does made me a better player. be able mm-hmm. and then so at the same time when I'm taking Frank's job, Cliffy gets hurt, and then I'm playing left tackle. Frank comes back by center. And which was, could, could have been awkward. You got two centers. They're used to talking on the, on the field at the same time, but because it was Frank and because of what he'd done for me and how, how helpful he'd been for me. And I tried to be at that point for him, it was, you know, pretty seamless, but I was never, I was never going to be Brett's guy. I never tried to be, never wanted to be Frank was Frank and Brett were Frank and Brett. For me to try to walk in to do that would be a disservice to their friendship and, Really, kind of would be fake, anyways, and plus, you know, Marco Marco always had Brett walled off pretty good, so I didn't want to even step on his toes either. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give Marco a shout out, but right. uh, but no, it was it was challenging in that that people i think a lot of people expected because frank was gone that i was to be that person just replaced with brett but it was never that way it's just i i have no i have great respect for brett he he i had fun playing with him. he made my family did my family a lot of good for my family mm-hmm. We're you know be able to play and be successful all that kind of stuff but uh i was not trying to be frank i was trying to be you know flank. and he was he was honestly very supportive of I, he didn't try to make that. And, you know, I remember I seen him in interviews or, you know, in final rosters and I was doing, well, Frank is not Flanny. Flanny's is not Frank. They're not, they don't try to be each other. They're their own thing. And he's always compliment. I mean, whoever's in front of him, he's always complimentary. I always appreciate that. It could have, he could have done a lot of the song and dance on why Well, it's not Frank or, you know, with Frank, I had that, but he didn't. It was always,
1: you know, Flanny. So I I, I was, I was I was talking about Frank. Frank, I would say Frank was one of my mentors there, and it's not like he was trying to be. It's just like the way he went about his he business, was. he would give you a little he'd give you tidbits of information. Yeah. And he was one of those guys, you know, like the thing that he taught me, like when we got older, is like once you've once you've made it and once you're established and everything, and, and young guys come in, it's like you don't have to be go help them. Like you yeah. you go out, you know, you don't have to go out and be there like the whole thing with Tannehill last week. But you just go out and you do your job and you give them tidbits of information. You know, like Scotty Wells came in when you were hurt. It's like, yeah, we go. I went and sat and watched film Scott Wells. I like, teach him how to watch film right before the you know, before the last couple of games of the season. You start doing that stuff because of guys mm-hmm. like Frank, because they just it makes you comfortable understanding that it's not just about you, it's about the team, it's about the legacy, it's about everybody that you know, all these people that you care about trying to make their lives mm-hmm. a
3: little bit better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember my days in Seattle, boy. Woo! Um, we had guys that uh did not know, like when I came in, you know, Ricky Waters being one of them. On the field, on the practice field, it was this one guy that barely looked at my look my way. You know, he was like, Oh, this guy from Nebraska. And then we had Michael Black, a running back from Washington State, same thing. Treated us like we were a stepchild, didn't want to help us. But then off the field, it was completely different. So we were confused. Like he'd be like, "Hey, come over. Let's go over for dinner." And I'm like, uh, oh, "Is this a good idea? Should we go? Is there gonna be food and poison in our food? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> is he trying to take us out? Like, be nice, you know?" Jack, exactly. he's thinking with that Dr. J treatment, man. Right. That's what Dr. Was- J used
1: to do to, to other NBA guys. You like take wine them and dine them, and then you could beat the shit out of him on uh on game day.
3: Exactly, yep. mentally. Because I remember the one game my rookie year, Denver come. You know they you know they, they had played the Packers, won the Super Bowl, and they we have this game. This is when I earned the third third uh, third down back position, and I'm going in. I go in, run a play, draw, pick up five yards, ten yards, get the first down. The coach says, you know, he holds his hands up. say, like, Amon, stay in there. I go in there run a few more plays, then we end up coming out. Uh, two plays after that, we punted it. Ricky's looking at me. He's like this. Why did they block for you out there? Why did they block that? for you? And I'm like, uh, I'm good. I don't know. Hey, they, it was a draw play. It was a 49 draw, you know, but that was it. He's like, I'm like looking at Mike um, black, like, Hey man, help me out here. I don't know what to say to this guy. I'm like, so it was just interesting, you know, that he had that mindset. It was like him against everybody else. I and mean, when we were teammates, it wasn't us against him. And, but when I got the green Bay day one, it started for me was uh Dorsey and then uh Gilbert from that standpoint of just bringing me in knowing I'm like, right away, I'm like, this is the place. And I was like, we're going to have some good, some good games, these players kind of have got a different 100% different mindset the kind of mindset that i had when i was at nebraska that winning culture let's help everybody get better cuz we'll we'll play better together once that once we uh, get to that level so i definitely think understand
2: i think it's uh, they're uh, greatly underestimating uh, not not you are but the the impact that like frank had on me and one mike and right. uh, and those and the guys had on you is that like I went down to I went down to Houston. I don't know. Maybe you guys had. I was, I was there with, with you. You were yeah. But you remember you remember Drew Hodge, uh, fifty five, was about yeah. Yeah. So he at some point where the practice, he's, I, I like I came in. I took McKinney's job in theory mm-hmm. without without ever playing it down, which which did happen. But yes. there was another another center there, and the other center as as I'm helping him on the field, like you know, just doing the same thing Frank did. In, what seemed inconsequential like hey look if you see this this is what's happening or this is what it's just the experience of it and i said hey and we're walking up, i'm like hey look if you want to go watch film you know anytime i go in every day he's like so he showed up later on we sat down for like 20 we sat down and watched like 20 minutes and he you know we're talking about this and that and he got to believe and he goes hey thanks and mm-hmm. i looked at him i'm like hey look drew you're here to take my job but i'm not going to give it to you this is how i was brought up and he just kind of looked at me and there's this dumbfounded like my kids now dumbfounded glass over mm-hmm. look he goes you realize McKinney would tell me to go the wrong way? That's the center before me would tell me to go the wrong way on plays when I came in. Right. Seriously? No surprise, like, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, I can see, dead. I mean, I can see that, not necessarily McKinney. I probably shouldn't be using his word, but uh, his name, but that's but no, we'll that the mentality. People now. get so yeah. afraid that all they do is protect. They're right. share. You know? Right,
3: right. I mean, it's, it's being a competitor. It's, it's knowing, like I knew right away went between. Uh, Seattle the way you know I, my experience with Ricky and some of the other vets on that squad but then getting traded here and then knowing the next year in 01 or 02 they got Tony Fisher and Najee Jam- Jam- like I knew this was you know this is a game it's a young man's game they're gonna have to, the team has to update they have to keep the inventory at different positions so if you feel slighted or you feel disrespected at any position you better you're not gonna last long that's like this is a they need players young players to come in and make sure if any of us old guys get hurt, then okay, we have a next guy we could put up, and that's like you got to understand that early in your career because if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna be beat up a lot mentally and physically.
1: I think people people get in trouble now too because it's like the Flanagan or the uh, the Tannehill thing, and then like with Brett and Aaron, like mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like the doors shut as far as you know, like, I'm gonna watch film by myself or I'm not right. gonna you know I'm not gonna give you any information, but the way that media the way the media tries to position is like oh I'm not gonna help this kid at all, but the truth is with most of the, most of those situations. We're watching film together. Here, what are you looking at? Oh, here's what I'm looking at. Like, it's just like mm-hmm. we're talking about. And it, if, as an organization, one thing that Green Bay should be commended for overall is when they bring in people, they understand that they're bringing in the kind of person. Hey, listen, I'm I'm comfortable. If you bring in people to compete with me, I'm like, I'm good. I'm comfortable enough right. with what I do and who I am and who I am as a professional that you go and bring these people in, I'm not gonna shut the door. It's competition. This is, this is why we're here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like if you were just bringing in crap players, Play, it wouldn't make any sense because no, nobody's going to get any better. And I, it, I don't, but it is, like you to your point, like in Houston, it's not that way in, in every organization. And most of the time, that starts from how they're selecting players. It starts from the top down. But yep. Mike, with this, like you played, and so the NFC North back then probably had the best centers in the league with you three, right? Think about yeah. Burke. You think about Krutz and then yourself. So when you look around now, like I don't know how much football you watch. Even if you want to talk about guys back then, like how did you? you had the best hands in the game. I tell people you had the best hands that anybody I've ever played with, best hands in the business. But like, what? how did you consider yourself like with, with everybody else? And like, did, did you model your game after people? Who were you watching when you were playing?
2: When I was playing, well, I was sitting there watching film with you probably every day, so you you know. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, and also that was probably one of the benefits. Why I mean, I was watching film with you, and you and I can watch the same thing and see things differently, and you know, our nonverbal communication developed a lotly from that. But uh, I don't think it was one specific player. I would count it was more collectively of a scheme of this is how they did something, and oh, I like that. I, that's something that I i never thought of doing before, or how they uh, one one mm-hmm. individual thing because you can't I can't model myself after a guy, uh, what are, Christy, Christy was, uh, Chris Christie was uh, Chris Christie Jeff Christie was a uh, center. If you in, if uh, you model
1: yourself after Chris Christie, mean, you have some really issues. that
2: I, it. Donuts, I it out yeah. there. And went, man, that's gonna hurt. On that <laughs> <yet>.
0: uh,
2: <laughs> but but no, but he but he was he was playing next he was playing next to the. Uh, uh, they had the same stance—a center and a guard. So I mean, his left leg is kicked out, but and these are the number—and and he was the number one guy in the in the mm-hmm. NFC at that. This was far as he played. I'm like, I can't sit, I can't stand like that. So you try to, but he do certain things about how he played, about what he did, not necessarily how not how mm-hmm. he did it. It'd be a, pro- a different approach of looking mm-hmm. at it. Like, oh, I never thought of doing it that way.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's special. I mean, to break it down to where you're getting down to the level of a stance and how he's getting out of it to pull this block off or to be a pass pro, be in pass pro position. That's that's the little detailed, little neat, neat stuff that you find out by watching film to help yourself get better, to try to try it in your game. And if not, try it out, you know, throw it out. All right, I'm not going to use that. It worked or it didn't work. That's a, watch a film, bringing it down. That's what you get out of it right there. And you know, that's as sure you got older, you probably, right. you,
2: probably, you, probably, you probably realize that the difference between being good and being great is like, yeah, that, it's 1%. You know, at that level, you
1: know, just minute. I, Bare I think minded. I've told you the story before, but but uh, Mike, you probably haven't heard so Mike, I took Maddox down, we're working out with some some NFL offensive linemen. And there's one guy, there's one guy that's getting paid a lot of money, and the rest of the guys are getting paid like NFL money, but not not nearly as much. Right. And he's like looking around and he's like, so and so's the best guy here. And he goes, and I go, yep. And he goes, and he's probably 25% better than the rest of the guys. And you go, yep. And he goes, <laughs> wow. And he goes, How much more did money does he make? And I go, I'd say about 10 times. And he goes, so if you're 25% better, you make 10 times the amount of money. And I go, <laughs> yep, that's exactly yep. it. That's Bingo. Just figured out market economics. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you, you just <laughs> that, <laughs> that
2: kid that kid just learned something that people spend a lifetime trying no. to do. Right. A but, you know, the walls are always more, more advanced
1: than everybody else. There you go.
3: Exact the moon, though. Exact the moon, though. Mike, we got
1: some quick facts for you. You want to you want to give these a shot? Let's rapid fire you on a couple of things. Fire away. Go ahead. What do you got? All right. AG, you want to hit
3: him? Yeah, I'll go. I'll start with the first one here. Uh, best game and most memorable game.
2: Uh in Champagne. Um, against uh, against the Bears on that uh, when their their stadium was being built, yeah. Brian Erlacher Brian Erlacher catching you from behind. As a matter of fact, one time, but, you know, it was also you know, anytime you say a sixty yard run, kind of it doesn't matter anything that comes after that. Uh, <laughs> But that was yeah, that was that was like one of the marquee marquee days. It was it wasn't me and Erlacher, but a lot of as it was built and put in my head, well, you got to do this for us to be successful, and you got to do this, and uh, and then I get then Cliffy gets ahead. I got to go play left tackle for three plays too. So that was the start of that de- that debacle.
3: Interesting. So yeah. Was- Interesting, hey, so, yeah.
1: I, I not to digress too, but so the second time you played against the Bears, we were playing at home that year. You were playing left tackle. Do you remember what we did almost every play by the third quarter? slide to me i don't know i don't remember no 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 i was betting i was betting what was his name alex whatever uh, i was betting him 5 bucks a snap that he couldn't beat you i was i do remember that yeah 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 <laughs> <team>. <laughs> you couldn't beat our our backup our starting center playing left tackle yeah, <laughs> mike's like you, you call, know you're you giving call the play. I was Just like a- i don't care this guy's i'm in his head <laughs> You did.
2: you did. You got You At the same time, you remember when we played. You remember when we did when we were playing? The Dolphins came to Green Bay when I was playing left tackle. The very first play, mm. you, you knocked the hell out of Jason Taylor. And Jason go, "Hey, man!" He goes, "Hey, he's not our guy. We're g- I'm going to be here every play." <laughs> 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 and I was like,
1: you know, some people of be offended by that. I'm like,
2: thank
3: God, thank God. Oh man! All right, hey, next one on. Mike, got it. Yeah, got it, Mike. One
1: more, Mike. Mike When All Bruce right. Smith was trying to get his last sack to to break Reggie sack record. We played in Washington. We played Washington. Mike first shut start. him down so bad. He he quit in the like third quarter. He didn't play anymore. He was done. Made him quit. Wagon made Bruce Smith quit.
3: Oh, impressive! Yeah, it, was like, it was like
1: that. Impressive. Hey, much respect. That's, that's, Mike, I that's how, respect I that right. how I remember it. That oh, is how I remember it. What I
2: remember is that feeling. You know, like I've always said, when you get when you don't get in a car wreck, but you're real close, like your heart's racing, the world stopped, but nothing really happened. That was 70 plays for me. 70 I know that.
3: Brett. Unfortunately, I know that feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hey, look, I saw Brett go down, and I, I remember the first, the very first question I was asked, because Brett Brett got hurt. I don't even remember that. Yeah, got, I know. The very first question is, what goes through your mind when Brett when Brett goes down? Of course, you know, my response is, oh, get up. And, right, then, yeah. and it's like, then the real response is, was that my guy? Right. Did I, I lose, know, lose that? Lot, man? Man. It was, was me, me though. Do
1: so I need to go pack my bags?
3: That was me. basically. Yeah, Course. That's what I asked myself because I missed Levar Arrington on that on that block, and so that was the Whoa, question I was. Oh, your asking. fault! Everybody it told me it was fault. me. No, it was me. Hey. I was the last line of defense after that, so I Levar was. Levar would have Troy Aikman and Brett. Ooh. So I'm looking. I'm thinking about. I'm <laughs> going in the locker room like, man, I'm gonna be all right. Let me think where I could go. What's a good landing spot? You know, I'm thinking this. guy. <laughs> I'm like let's I'm let's
2: out. Wow. Let's let <laughs> Flanny take the hit for a little while. He ain't oh, going anywhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, but somehow they didn't. They didn't throw it on me. All on me. So uh, nah, we, nah, we're nah, moving on. All right. Next question here. Best game to play in the locker room. Our, we had card games. We had you know. We had. Oh a man, hell. Range hell. Of the games. only
2: person I ever played with was, was, mm. was, was your partner over there. So what? Tonk cribbage, backgammon, depending on what the mood was for that. For that that season. What we go about a season? Get a new game. We played yeah, chess we, a little we, ch- bit. You ch- could ch- beat ch- the hell out of chess
1: with Nick with Nick
3: Lucci. Yeah. Remember my Pride Chester? He brought that in. Nick Lucy brought chest in that.
1: Oh, what's that movie that came out? Rounders came out. And so we we're like, yep. oh, all yeah. right. There's four a four lot five. of five card draw. There's a lot of five cards stuff. I didn't
3: do that. that. I did backgammon. That was it. I did the backgammon. because I, yeah, I was, was afraid
1: backgammon was the best because it didn't take that much skill. So it gives a lot more <laughs> trash talking. You know what I mean? Is that what
3: it is? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and no, there's a, a lot of wherever yeah. there's the most talking is probably the best game.
3: Right. And I didn't want to mess with you two. I was more afraid of you two any card game. Because I knew y'all had a master. And I was like, I'm not messing with flattening your wall in a car game. Nope. Yeah. They know what to do. I, I watched them from behind, over the shoulder, eavesdropping. I was like, I'm good. I'll spectate. I'm. A, they just taking money left and right. So there you go. All You're right. Now, funny fair- thing,
2: I, ne- I never bet. Mike and I never bet on anything.
3: But y'all knew y'all game, though. I knew oh, that yes, much. For sure.
2: No. Like, like, I, like I said, I- be. I think the only game we weren't real play- – he played chess, and he beat me so bad. I, I think that lasted like three or four weeks, and he went on to Lucci. I'm like, okay, let's go with something not so cerebral. I, was- well, no, but
1: you don't know – you You probably do know this, but I went on. I went online, and I started playing chess at home. <laughs> I couldn't I could <laughs> After I couldn't stand- before? <laughs> oh, no, no. As soon as we started playing, I went online and found, like, the <laughs> international chess thing, and I, I created an account and started playing. I, I was – I just didn't be that bad. Lucci beat me so bad as like, I can't be – I couldn't stand myself, so –
2: well, hell, you're already out thinking me at that point. That, there you <laughs> I didn't go. Know that thought, so I was in trouble. Yeah.
3: Yep, there you go. All right, next question. A favorite current player in the NFL. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: You know, I don't even know. Uh, what I would say uh Kel, not Kel, not uh, the center in uh in Philly. Uh Kelsey. Yeah, I, I I just but I, it's like I more so that I just like his I I like what he says. I haven't really watched what he plays, how he plays. I, you know, see him in an interview. I don't. I really don't watch as much football as I used to. If you're not on my fantasy football team, you know, I don't. I don't. That's about it. But yeah.
1: Uh, he's great. No, he, he not, remember, he did that. Remember when they won the Super Bowl? He he like got up and gave that big speech. That was phenomenal. That's, that's what it he was, was that's where, like, He was wearing like the Alibaba hat. <laughs> he had the full
2: outfit on, and all the you yeah. know all these guys, all these guys there, and he's the one that everybody's talking about. He was the one that was entertaining. I'm like, mm-hmm. leave it to a lineman and a center that's at that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's one thing I know for sure. The big guys, y'all know y'all, y'all are probably the smartest guys in the building. Uh, that's why. <laughs> that's why you don't we. Have friends. The skills you gotta have the brains, man. Exactly. That's why y'all are my best friends there. Uh, so favorite uh best advice you gave a young O lineman. Best advice, young old
2: lineman. <clears throat> watch film. I mean, it was probably down in Houston. Like, look, like, yeah, you you you, you got to work more than just between the lines. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can't. Everybody does that. You got to do the extra stuff. You got to watch film. You got to spend extra time working out. I mean hell, that's the only reason I moved to Vegas because Mike bought a house out here. It's admitted that I never I wanted to move out here forever. But if I didn't have him to like to feed on, like working out, I'd never made it. So that's why I'd never, oh hey, my guy's here. Okay, now I can move. But <laughs> that sounds even worse, but it was that I'd never for years I'd go move out here. It's just nah. I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I didn't have the faith I needed. So I'd you know follow him around. I found ways to do the extra stuff.
1: Not everything he did but like some of the stuff that make myself, you know. I can't, more you more. had a much more balanced life. I, th- I think your life was more balanced. So you told me one time, you're like, dude, I can't work out all the time. And I was like, <laughs> I felt I, like when I got my car and I was like, really, <laughs> really like, I thought, I thought I had a pretty fulfilling life and you were like, you know, nah, man, I, I can't just do this all the time. And I was like, well, I need variety, man. I need variety.
3: Yeah, I need- <laughs> is that what
2: it is? Hey, variety? You were, okay. you were married at 20. I didn't get married until I was close I to four. Know. You know, there's variety. I things. get it. Yeah, like-
3: yep. <laughs> Same here, same here, young, married young, married young. All right. Now we, I, I remember this, this, this question will bring in a lot of memories of fun of advice I got from you assistance. I'll say, uh, your most memorable, pr- prank. <laughs> most memorable
2: prank. Yeah. see,
3: <laughs> Yeah,
2: it was, yeah, it was, it, it had to be, what was the guy's name? the uh, I mean, I took like, I, what was the, the guy from Canada, the the guard tackle oh. took tires off his car.
3: No, no, oh. it wasn't. No, that was Marco. Are you talking
2: about Marco? Marco. Marco's house? Yes. Ooh. His house oh, and car. See, that was when it went, yeah, that was when it went nuclear. It went from, it was Joe Andrews. You, and you remember
3: coming up to me? You remember coming up to me to my locker? It's like, AG, that's what you said. He said, you got to go nuclear. No yep. women or kids are safe now. I
1: said. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's what started. the Marco, only single guy. guy. The only single guy in the locker room says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Women, wife and children, Nuclear. There you
2: His go. Movie. Yeah, he, he said that see. to me, and I'm what, like, "What's see. that? You're listening to me? What the yes. hell is wrong with you?"
3: <laughs> it was a prank, though. It was a prank. So I was like, "Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna tune this guy. I could I, tell he's done this before, especially when he came and you came to man, me. Got free time. You came. I love it. We played
2: together for eight years, and what is remembered that the oh yeah, you told me about a prank." No,
3: nah, nah. <laughs> well, no, no, no! It's more, more, and more than that. We well.
1: have you enough on this show. Now we
2: need more dirt. Yeah, it's
3: full circle. You got to hit every area, man. You have Yeah, you yeah. You do, you do. Now it's the comedic side of you. When you told me this, you said, oh, mine, you got to go do this." The 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 best one for well, what's your favorite prank? And I'll tell you what, off of mine. So you taking start.
2: the I like taking the tires off the car. That was that was always a favorite. But you didn't? Did you get? Did you never saw the? You guys never saw the Marco and Jersey Marco and, uh, and Joe and Jersey go at it where Joe, no. Marco, Mar- Joe took all the furniture outside of his condo and put it in the yard, and then Joe took, then Marco went back, and it was, a, it went way beyond, the wives got involved, Jenny oh, wow. and...
1: Uh, I actually that do remember like, that, yeah, she got, his, 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 Joey's wife was, life? Joey's wife wasn't having that, as I recall. No, yeah, uh, yeah, made, I
0: think that actually That was, was a rift,
1: I think that turned into a rift, that was a prank mm. that turned into a rift.
2: Yeah, Ooh. I think there was, there, it went beyond, like, taking things out of the house, there may have been some I don't know, marking of territories as dogs would, I think. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, like, whoa, that escalated quickly. That did.
3: That sounded rough. So the one between the tires, uh, you said go to Petco and buy as many crickets as you possibly can. If you could buy the whole lot of crickets that they sell for feeding other animals, buy them and put them in Marco's truck. (laughs)
2: That sounded like a that sounded like something I would say in theory. I didn't know it actually got applied, but it yeah, got applied.
3: it got it totally got applied 100 yeah. percent
2: Anything like, you could put in anything you could do with cars was all that was about the only thing you could do at the stadium, which uh, by the way, I think you yeah, I think it was until when you became involved, everything went nuclear. Like yeah. you used a funny little thing, and it became like uh, uh, Marco and Amon are back Oh, Amon's back Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, leave This is the the danger zone here It's yeah. within, within 45 feet radi- outside the gate
3: There's radiation effect that can happen right now <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had forgotten all about that, man Oh, yeah, that's
1: right yeah. It, There's a difference when, like, you don't have to sit in the same room as the person For, like, three, four hours a day Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, AG was there, but he just, like, walk in It's, it's a different vibe
3: Yeah, God. y'all around him every day and, yeah, uh, man, uh, that lineman, that old lineman room. But we, Ag, yeah, let's we, let's
1: yeah. get let's get go ahead, but
2: I was gonna say we take care of our own. Very rarely do we do it we, on our own kind of guys,
1: but
3: yeah, exactly. It's
1: going to get off our or get off our line here, Ag. Yeah, right, we love, we love time, this one. Man. We are just, just, talk, just talking about stuff that we uh, really didn't like to see from this week, man. And the and the and the first one is, do you guys remember? I can't remember this, but there's a the, the NFL when they do the schedule release this week, they have a countdown, they have social media things. That's yep. on every channel, they have a special. I'm like, dude, just release. I didn't know it was such a big oh, and they started releasing like re release and they re-release, oh on, on you know October 9th, we're playing here, and then they go for weeks of 14 and blah blah blah. Like, dude, just put the damn schedule out. Like, are we that desperate for attention? Like
2: yes, yes. We, yes. I, mean, I, I agree with you with like who's
1: like who's getting into this? Why so can't like who is actually even as even for casual fans, like does anybody I can't imagine people really care this much.
2: I, it doesn't matter if they actually care. It's a matter if the NFL can monetize it. They found a way. If they can get it out there and makes which is what it is. They're they're doing. its they are they are it has gone from what used to be. The schedule went out with locations, dates, times, and everything in one blast. They're, they're going to make it a week long thing, kind of like the draft. The draft used to be two days instead of. If they're finding a way to monetize it at every turn, that's it is a corporation, it is a money making business entity that a game gets caught up in. So yep. they're gonna they're gonna keep doing it
1: until they until they prove it doesn't make the money. They will. they want to be everywhere. Here's something interesting you just said about the draft. So I was just on a, I, I get on a call with a bunch of NFL coaches on Fridays, and they were talking about the rookie mini camps that they just went through and a lot of teams have actually reduced the rookie mini camps down to like just walkthroughs. They don't even do practices anymore. And the reason mm. is because the draft is so long now that they have these players that come in that haven't worked out in like nine days and they don't feel like they, they don't feel like they uh-huh. want them to pull a hamstring. Oh,
3: wow. So oh, there you
1: go. Now,
2: you're, uh, now you were, the actual draft production is, is dictated. Draft production is actually taken
1: away from on field time. I mean, wow. because, because their sports science guys are like, dude, if you put, <laughs> nine days off you ramp them up. They're going to get, they're going to get hurt. But not for Probably me, yeah, come, and
2: coming in and trying to put all put all your uh all in one basket. Now you're playing with the big boys. Oh yeah, I can see how that'd be problematic. Yeah, Pulling yeah.
3: hamstrings or getting hurt or yeah. yeah, trying to find out is this day one starter? You know, in May, you know. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, God, that we'll happen, didn't matter where
2: you did. Three Somebody one. was somebody's gonna make a starting position that first day of practice.
3: Yeah, it's like come on, come on. I, I remember my let's say right before I left to Houston, I used to say to the coaches when we're in mini this this mini camp of May, I'm like, why are we why are we here? I said, "Why is anybody over eight years here?" I said, "Anybody over six to eight years do not does not need to be at this camp." And we I'm just
2: being real. And agreed, but then would still make us come. He meant I True. would with that first three-day mini camp. I was not allowed. I I literally eight plays in three days, and I had to be there. Eight plays, and but I spent half the time in his office. He right. called me up during meetings. We'd end up, you know, for two hours every day. I'm like, "Why am I here? Am I here you, to be
1: your friend? You or? were, you were there to spend time with him.
3: <laughs> there you <laughs> go.
2: <laughs> we wanted wanted maybe that's you. what it was. That's why my career was long as it was to spend time with him. <laughs> but I was uh, for
3: it, you know. Oh man. So uh, like I said, and it mentioned, like I mentioned at the beginning, this started the, start of the, show, the uh, NBA playoffs going on. So we had CP3, Booker, laying an egg, and another game 7 loss and uh i guess you don't talk trash to Luca right now he is luka's a bad player. man dude he's a bad be, dude
1: this is this is the fifth time that that chris paul had a 20 lead and blew it in the playoffs oh, they talking about that. him being the best point guard of all time
3: wow did not I know that, that. Oops, uh, I didn't know that one
1: either. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, but it's, it's the fifth time 2-0 two, two lead in the playoffs and he lost. Uh, That's crazy. Right. You think about it because he's. I mean, he's he's considered. Yeah, you know, what top yeah. The four point guards all time? Yeah, yeah. He's he's right, right now.
3: Sense. Correct. Correct. Right. I, I I looked at it as something I found out last year that I know I didn't know about Chris Paul right. that he was a a, a, a habitual flagrant fouler. Like he does it on the sneak too. Like for basketball terms, you know, if you're playing basketball, a guy goes for a dunk and he'll he'll go under your legs as you're in flight. He yeah. does little subtle stuff like that. It's a YouTube channel dedicated to how him. How dirty he is. How dirty he is. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's because it's, you know, it's just the cosmos kind of making it hard on him to get one championship maybe. I don't know. But I found that out last year. So, yeah, go to YouTube when you got time and find out. Probably a great dude. But it's some, some shady gameplay that my man CP3 has. And I was like, oh.
1: Oh, I, always liked you know, his, I always liked his game, but it, it is nuts. I mean, think about right? like Booker. Booker's got, I mean, they were talking about Booker being like a top five player in the league this year. This is the second time he's been in the playoffs.
3: They were comparing him to Kobe on last he year. Like
1: for, he went like 0 for 11 for threes or so. What's his stat line? His stat line was 3 for 14, 0 for 4 from three point range. He's 0 for yeah. 11, three points the last two game sevens he's played in. Dude yeah. had 11 points in the closeout game. Interesting.
3: It's like, yeah, step up. Stuff.
1: Name Stuff. For Make a name for yourself. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's tough. All right, Mike. You, I'm on. I say, Wally. This one's for you. This one. This is your ticker. This. Is so, so,
1: so Mike. So Mike and I are, are not afraid to speculate in, in different aspects of out of our lives outside of football. And Bitcoin lost a trillion dollars of market value last week. I'm not invested in Bitcoin. Me neither. Right? But 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 crypt, the whole cryptocurrency thing fascinates me. And when it was running up, I was pissed because I probably could have been in it. And then like last week, I said, like, dude the whole market lost a trillion dollars. I have a really good friend of mine I went to business school with. It's like heavily invested and is like a a thought leader in that space. And he came out with this like, this like message on Twitter or something last week, like a lot of a lot of people in our family have been really hurt this week. And I was like, <laughs> what? That's <laughs> an understatement. Yeah, I was like, that's putting it lightly. Tr- I've never even seen the word trillion dollars in associated with right. Anybody I know. I was like, trillions of dollars. Man, that's from like Twitter an Austin, Austin Powers
3: me. movie, you know, a trillion dollar. Right. That's what that is. I'm like, dang. He's I, I it look you don't
2: you don't invest in things you don't understand and no. I, I had around it, and that was yeah
1: that's pretty much what's that. more but see bitcoin i understand you know what i can't understand honestly is the nfts things the nfts i like i i get what you're saying and i'm just like okay so if i if i snap a picture right now i can mint that picture blah blah blah, blah. but you can still get it on google it's the same picture yeah but it's not an original yeah but this isn't a painting this is a digital picture there are there's literally zero <laughs> difference they're like that's right and it's worth 20 million dollars and i go
2: the I, only the only pictures that matt i don't i'm not i I dabbled in art and realized that was a mistake. But the only pictures that matter to me are pictures that I took of my kids. And it's like, right. well, I, don't want, to, I, don't, I don't want to keep that for myself. I don't want to right. pick Justin Bieber. It cost me 10 grand.
1: We <laughs> can tell by your room that you really don't care about art that much.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, uh, all right, this next one here. This, I think we could all definitely chime in on this one. So comedy movies is that I don't think we've allowed to make funny movies with the comments and the and the atmosphere of now uh in the world so movies like animal house super bad caddyshack step brothers uh fletch with uh what's that chevy chase tropical oh thunder oh uh, old school and i say tropical thunder i think it was the first movie to kind of hit on all those you know being um being gender aware being you know culturally aware all that it kind of hit on that because yeah robert downing junior junior in black in blackface the whole movie mm. and it was actually funny and i'm like Okay, they go they, they, they trying, they trying, but they doing some some really close to the line stuff here for sure. You, so you could make it into this
1: stuff now. You think I was we were trying, I was I was sitting around because like Saturday Night Live's not as funny as it used to be. Like there's all these things coming up right now. But yeah. the truth is, like, they can't make I just don't know if they're allowed to make like if I was a director or producer, you're probably afraid to make a movie now that's actually funny. Like, funny that we grew up on I grew up on Animal House and mm-hmm. you know the original yep. vacation and all those movies. Like that's that's what's funny to me. If I showed that to my daughter right now, she'd be like, "I, I cancel you, I cancel you." You know what I mean? Like you, you can't, you can't address anything that's uh, even. I think the only funny movie that's come out in the last ten years is Bridesmaids, and I, you know, I, I could, I could probably give out some reasons why that might be, you know, might be considered funny because. Right, it know. was bridesmaids. It was hilarious. I, yeah
2: or you, know, where you we, have planning. we could take, take, take this real deep and say this is just society as a whole now and that everybody's so divided so opinionated and so anti anything that is not in their rabbit hole uh but let's keep it light
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I i see it as uh like you like mike mentioned writers directors they like um what can i do that where i don't offend somebody or piss them off
2: but that and that kind of what comedy is comedy is going to offend people that's what makes it funny you know right there's a border there's a line yeah. Where's yeah, wh- where that line? The line is different for me than it is for you. So now the line is so now you just can't be funny.
1: Like right. and you used that's, to be able to extend the line because you were a comedian.
2: Yeah. That's, that's
1: the part that's frustrating. Like if I go out yes. and say something stupid, you're like, dude, you're not funny. OK, I get it. But if you get right. a comedian out there to say something that just went over that tripped over that line, what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to reset the line.
3: You know what I mean? That's well, that's what we're trying well, to push
1: boundaries.
2: When you have one actor who used to be a comedian slapping someone on stage because of something he said about his wife who was meant to be a joke, it's like, whoa, I, I don't want anything to do with anything now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Point taken. Point taken. Yeah, yeah. it's just a more self-aware, self-aware world that we're dealing with. And uh, I know I watched some another movie. I watched this movie the other day. It was like a, a kiddie, titty-bopper bop, titty movie. And um, every little topic they talked about was like that conversation – everybody was being offended, that then you had to correct it. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a movie on Netflix with uh, Rebel Wilson, the girl from uh, Pitch Perfect. And it was just interesting to see. So it hit right on what we're talking about. Because every time, because she was, the movie is a plot where she's a ghost in a coma. She's in the 90s. She wakes up, it's 2022. So she's still in in 1993 or whatever she went in that coma. And so in her head is 1993. And the culture around her, and she's saying things like we're just talking about exactly dead on. And she's like, "What? What's what I say wrong?" And everybody's like, "Oh my! You cannot say that now. You know, it's, two, <laughs> it's 2022. You know." And, and this lady, the character is, a, you know, white blonde lady, and she's like, you know, girl, it's like, "What? What am I? What am I doing wrong? This is this is okay. Back when I was in 1995 in high school, you know, that's what we said amongst friends. You know, so I'd say, yeah, definitely check it out. It's definitely hitting on the same uh, <laughs> same points, same pulses here." In our fun conversation with grown ass man that's all I got <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man but
1: I'm gonna write I'm gonna write a, a screenplay of just like you know it's like the uh, I think national Lampoons did a did a movie it was like it was called something like the most inappropriate joke or something like that and it, it, the whole it, the whole joke of the thing was like they would never actually say because they were afraid they were to get cancelled but right yeah, yeah. I mean, something like that. that's gonna be my that, that'll be my swan song so that'd go, be like most most inappropriate thing has probably just been
2: my life in general. So yeah, I understand. Right. Yeah, or, or, or right. just be we just write,
1: yeah, we if we just write your memoirs funny, we'll be
3: all right, right? Or just <laughs> be like Dave Chappelle, he just he just did stuff and they just knew he was gonna get canceled, never got canceled, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. like he's like they ain't canceled us yet. You ever watch this stand-up when, they, when he did his skit uh, show? Every know. time he would come out on the mic on the stage, he would say, Hey, Comedy Central didn't cancel us yet, we could keep going. <laughs> so you know,
1: when you come out, his first—the first thing you ever saw out of that show was with was with the uh, black Ku Klux Klan member. That was the, that was literally oh, the first thing you ever did. Yep.
3: Between that, between the black, that, yeah, Klt... yeah the black blind, the black blind Ku Klux Klan member, remember he was blind, yep. and then they did the racial draft yeah. <laughs> with Tiger Woods. Cool, huh? Tiger Woods got drafted to uh-huh. be a hundred percent black instead yeah. of black and Asian. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: I've forgotten about these, man.
3: Wow! I'm like, oh my god! No, he just didn't take it there, and he did. So, am I getting canceled just for laughing at the recollection? Probably. <laughs> recoll- Probably. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. We might be done with this cast right now. This sorry, guys. You only took one
2: Flanagan, one Flanagan visit. You guys got canceled.
3: And I'm happy that it did because we it was a great show. <laughs> it was a great show. We had fun doing it, man. I'm sorry. So, Mike, man, Flanny, I want to say thank you for jumping in with us today. We got uh, we've been usually talking football, but you know, having good conversations <laughs> with our teammates. To bring up some fun stuff, hey, those memories are great, man. So uh, thank you again, man. Good seeing you. I haven't seen you in a while, man. Good seeing you, man. And, yeah, you know uh,
2: where I'm at, man. You keep saying you're going to come out this way, but nah, never here, you know.
3: Yeah, but, I'm all, I got bad excuses. Yeah, I, I'm. you're right. you hold me Dave. out on it.
1: Amon's like, Amon is more popular now than he was when he was playing. It's unbelievable. He's like, oh, I'm flying to huh. Hawaii. I'm flying to Miami. I'm flying to blah, 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 doing this and that. I'm like. I'm doing well, I got a virtual house. penthouse now. I'm like, what are we talking about, man? Jesus oh, well, when, he,
2: when he was playing, all he did, he went from his locker to somehow to field the fleas office back to the locker. Yeah, I don't yeah. think everyone went home.
1: He just well, went listen, but, you know, I was going to say, the home's only 10 minutes away in Green Bay. The problem with Green Bay is it's so small. You know, you, you're only 10 minutes from the stadium. Right. So every day it's like you're, you're in this routine. Now he's like, oh, they got plane flights. I can go to this place Miami. I got a little more free time
3: a lot more
2: know, i got i got to remember, okay one of my favorite ag stories we got we got a second or you gotta go yeah we got we got time so i remember you know what used to be the norm was that you know in the off-season training we end up at uh end up hooters everybody's sitting around you know drinking beer back i think wall actually still drank back in the day uh had to have you know have we go down supposed to have you know a little bit of food and you know a couple beers turned into be a lot of bud lice and a little bit of food and you know whatever we're doing at 23 24 years old i remember my mom's saying something. You're on the phone, or in the, somehow I got stuck in the middle of you negotiating an appearance fee. You're like, well, usually it's what, like five seven hundred dollars at a time or something like that. I'm like, Ag, do you know who you are? I'm like what? I'm like, hey, Amaro's just, but it's going to be five grand. They're like okay, and a. what?
3: I was learning. You're, I had good, to learn. you're
2: running. You're the starting running back in Green Bay. And you're putting yourself up for five hundred dollars an hour, and I'm like. Look, that's what I get, not what you get. There's
3: right? Yeah, I, I'm still I'm getting enlightened all the time. I and mean, you would enlighten me all the time when we night, <laughs> between yeah, you, Wally you or not? Yeah, you, Wally and Marco sitting at Lyman dinner. Yes, y'all definitely enlighten my my being you know being with y'all which was which was great for me because i loved that I you were there, there. Yeah, yeah you
2: were, you were the only one that i think bubba started when you you started people trying to hang out and we're like no no no
1: ag ag's the guy anybody else wants yep. to come along yeah, you yeah, you, yeah you're a, you're an exclusive co- exclusive company man
3: yeah no i appreciate that man it was uh because i knew what's up i knew what's up you guys were mike, awesome mike always hilarious. had mike
1: was always so so dialed in on like all like contracts like stock market like anything like yeah. mike was like totally he was the guy to go to it. dude. i remember we won't name names but there was another guy like negotiating his own contract I remember we were at a concert <laughs> 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 and like what we'll is leaving that man. like that was one of the funniest like okay get over here i'm gonna put you you pin this dude in the corner and just berated him like metallica's playing in the background i'm like dude this is awesome i look over and you're just like
2: this, you stupid son of a bitch! You shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> and, and, oh, what ha- and what happened? I, I remember the terms of the deal. It, it was yeah, the last it was five million in that last year. He was never going to get. He ended up getting it, but five years later, that was way underpaid for what he was
3: doing. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, exactly. Yeah, smart guy. I
1: wasn't the only one. I think Frank was joining in on that conversation too. No, nice. you
3: know, I think
1: everybody took a everybody took a turn. I'm just saying. It, if if anybody was gonna, it's like the negotiation with AG any, that you were the guy you were the guy to go yes <laughs> yes you were dialed in you were like, yeah, well, like you had like you had like an earpiece to Andrew Brandt's office or something like
2: that <laughs> well I was the only single guy who didn't have kids
3: so uh, I had a lot of fill
2: my
1: time
3: that was it and he helped out that helped me out That's helped me right. grow but no we well, we we'll have man. to get you back
1: on during the season man we'll but you're gonna have to watch your Packer game we can talk about it absolutely man I'm doing
3: it anyways you it. know
2: I still I still got number twelve as my fantasy guy so you know
1: and.
3: There it is,
2: and, and Devonte, but now he's no longer there. That one hurts yeah. a little
3: bit. Yeah, he's in, he's yeah. right by you. He's closer to you now.
2: Yeah, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He is. He's in the high so, rent district, though. You know. Oh, gotcha. Yeah,
3: we hope so at this point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I
1: get
2: it, right,
3: you better be. Oh man. <laughs> all right, all right, Flanny man. Good chat. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm yep, seeing you during the season. You yeah, you're welcome. See you later. There. Oh, yeah, some. All right. And uh see you next week, Mike.